Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Team. I'm Sarah Jacobs. More legal trouble for President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. At 11.10, we'll talk about tonight's new developments with a Washington Post reporter. Asian stocks are rallying. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Clear. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The first November hurricane to hit Florida in 37 years was only a Category 1, but it has killed at least two people and has devastated some coastal communities. CBS's Christian Benavides. Waves pummeled Flagler Beach, which has already seen historic erosion and the wind left rooftops dangling. The Weather Channel's Chris Brune says what is now Tropical Depression, Nicole, is going to bring heavy rains to Georgia overnight to Tennessee by morning. And then after that, extremely heavy rain pushed up into the mountains where we could have some potential flood concerns. This extends not just in North Carolina, but up through Virginia, Pennsylvania, even western New York. Another setback for President Biden's student debt forgiveness program. CBS's Rob Laguerre has the latest on a ruling by a federal judge in Texas. Judge Mark Pittman wrote Biden's plan was, quote, an unconstitutional exercise of Congress's legislative power, ruling in favor of two individuals who sued the Department of Education, alleging that debt forgiveness was applied arbitrarily and contrary to federal law. The 2022 midterm election is still not over, with a number of key races left to be determined and control of Congress up for grabs. CBS's Natalie Brand with more. Tuesday was a good day for America, a good day for democracy, and it was a strong night for Democrats. President Biden thanked Democratic staffers and volunteers for their midterm wins, but acknowledged he'll need bipartisan support in Congress moving forward. Regardless of what the final tally showed, I'm prepared to work with Republicans. But the American people have made it clear they expect Republicans to work with me as well. U.S. consumer inflation eased to 7.7 percent over the past 12 months, a sign that the inflation pressures might be easing. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger says this might impact the Fed's next rate decision. Inflation still remains high, and the Federal Reserve is likely to continue raising interest rates at their next meeting in December. That rate increase, though, it could be smaller than the previous four rate hikes of three-quarters of a percentage point. Most analysts are pegging a half of a percentage point for the December meeting. Investors like today's inflation report. The Dow closed up 1,201 points. The Nasdaq jumped 761, and the S&P 500 closed up 208 points. Teens are still finding their way to tobacco products. WSB's Sabrina Cupid reports. A new FDA CDC study finds 2.5 million high schoolers admitted to using tobacco products. 530,000 middle schoolers said the same. For the ninth consecutive year, e-cigarettes were the most commonly used tobacco product, followed by cigars, cigarettes, and smokeless tobacco. Happy birthday to the U.S. Marine Corps. It's celebrating its 247th birthday and Veterans Day is observed tomorrow. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Clear, a faster, easier way through airport security. Try today for two months free by visiting clearme.com slash cbs22 or use code cbs22. 1103, Thursday evening, November the 10th of 2022. 62 degrees down to the 50s. Good evening, I'm Dan Ronan. The top stories we're following for you this hour here on WTOP. D.C.'s Attorney General Carl Racine may be leaving office in less than two months, but today he announced a blockbuster lawsuit against the Washington Commanders, its team owner Dan Snyder, and the National Football League. So the Consumer Protection Act 
is all about D.C. residents' right to be told the truth. And D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine says the commanders and owner Dan Snyder, as well as the NFL and Commissioner Roger Goodell, repeatedly lied and covered up scandal after scandal in order to keep the profits coming in, something he says violates the city's broad consumer protection law. No matter who you are, no one, not Mr. Snyder, not Mr. Goodell, no entity, not the commanders, not even the National Football League, is above the law. Racine says the law allows $5,000 for every misstatement. I think it's going to be a lot of do- a lot of zeros. At the Attorney General's office, John Dome in WTOP News. In a statement released this afternoon by lawyers for the team, they say the lawsuit repeats what they call half-truths and lies, and they welcome the opportunity to defend the organization in court. And in a statement this evening, the NFL says it rejects what it calls the illegally unsound and factually baseless allegations. Brian McCarthy, who's a league spokesman, also says an independent investigation into workplace misconduct was thoroughly and comprehensively conducted by Beth Wilkinson and her law firm. He adds the league imposed a record-setting fine against the team and its ownership. Well, there's big news for you. Another section of the new 66 Express Lane heading west is set to open on or about Saturday, November the 19th. The lanes will run from the Beltway to Route 28 in Centerville. The eastbound express lanes in that area are expected to open by the end of the month. VDOT stresses that all of the work, of course, is weather-dependent and bad conditions could delay things a little bit. Stay with WTOP for more updates on that. Another hurdle is crossed for Metro as it moves towards Tuesday's opening of a second phase of the Silver Line. The Washington, D.C. Metro Metro Rail Safety Commission has signed off on the certification process. So without any unforeseen issues, you'll be able to take the train all the way from Loudoun County for the first time starting Tuesday. The first train is expected to roll about 2 p.m., from Ashburn towards D.C. and eventually towards downtown Largo. Election 2022 here on WTOP. Wes Moore has made history by becoming Georgia, becoming Maryland's governor-elect. It'll be the first black governor of the state of Maryland and only the third black man to serve as governor anywhere in the United States. WTOP Sarah Jacobs reports that Moore is unveiling his transition team as the state is about to return to Democratic hands. We are going to move fast and we're going to be bold and we're going to make sure that in this moment that Maryland leads. With the University of Maryland School of Public Policy as a backdrop, Governor-elect Wes Moore announced his Lieutenant Governor-elect Aruna Miller as chair of his transition team. Miller in turn announced that her four co-chairs will include Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks. What they each bring to this work collectively is a deep commitment to uplift our communities and elevate the ideas that move us forward. The governor-elect also unveiled a new website, moremill.com, where Marylanders can watch the transition take place and get involved in the decision-making. At the University of Maryland in College Park, Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, President Biden's student loan debt forgiveness plan just took another legal blow. We'll get the nitty-gritty from a Washington Post education reporter after traffic and weather. It's 1107. Hi, I'm Jeff Dick, the CEO of Main Street Bank, here to talk to you about relationship banking. 
For business owners, it's a serious matter. A good relationship with your banker, your accountant, and your attorney is critical. Knowing your banker will be there for you in good times and in not-so-good times makes all the difference in the world. Visit mstreetbank.com. Main Street Bank. We bank where you breathe. Main Street Bank. Member FDIC. So, what are you getting for Trish? I don't know. I I really want to make her Christmas. So do it. Hey, Hi, Beverly. Beverly. Hi, guys. I heard everything. Listen, to make her Christmas, have it custom-made at Dominion Jewelers. Custom? Oh, yes. Through you, they learn who she is, what she loves, and create something completely one-of-a-kind just for her. Oh, man. Dominion Jewelers sounds perfect. Yes, I, I'm going to do it. Beverly, you're an angel. Oh, <laughs> I bet you say that to all the girls. We make it beautiful. You make it yours. Dominion Jewelers. By appointment only. It's 1108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. And we start on the Beltway, Dan, trying to get from Oxen Hill toward Alexandria. Can't do it right now. All the lanes are blocked. We have the Woodrow Wilson Bridge open right now. It's scheduled maintenance on the bridge itself. They have just lowered the decks, but the gates are still down, so traffic is still at a stop outer loop after exit 177 inner loop as you leave the Maryland shore. You can't do it right now. Again, all lanes are stopped on the beltway at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. But again, like I say, the uh, the decks are down and we might be getting those lanes back very shortly. But again, expecting delays through Alexandria and through Oxon Hill. We stick with the Virginia side. And on 66, work zones aplenty on 66 eastbound before 29 Centerville with the left lane getting by. The ramps to go north on 28 are shut down right now for the work zone. After exit 60 for Route 123, you're down to a single left lane to get by the ongoing work. The ramps to both the inner and the outer loop from eastbound 66 also shut down. A couple of work zones to talk about on 395 northbound before Edsel Road, the right lane blocked by work. And then as you approach the city and the 14th Street Bridge near the GW Parkway, it's single left to get past the ongoing works to try to get into the city. In Maryland, the crash we had, BW Parkway northbound right after the Capitol Beltway. That has been cleared. You may still see some delays, but the traveling should all be open. The work is set up on the BW Parkway southbound near I-195, and that has taken away the left side. Should be a single right lane to get by. New crash, I-97 southbound on the ramp to Baltimore Annapolis Boulevard following police direction around the ongoing activity. Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Overnight lows in the 50s with rain at times tomorrow that will be heavy in spots. Otherwise cloudy skies and breezy winds for the second half of the day gusting up to 30 miles an hour. Temperatures tomorrow still not bad in the mid-60s to near 70. But we cool on Saturday with highs in the 60s, breezy winds and partly sunny skies. Some scattered showers are possible later Saturday on Sunday. Mostly sunny and windy. Winds gusting up to 35, even 40 miles an hour. Temperatures in the 40s, wind chills in the 30s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 63 right now in Roslyn, 63 Farragut Square, 62 in Laurel, 62 here at WTOP. Weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence, the decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today to schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 11-11. New tonight, another legal setback for President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness program aimed at canceling as much as $20,000 
in debt for eligible borrowers. A federal judge in Texas decided and declared that program illegal tonight. Danielle Douglas Gabriel, the national higher education reporter for the Washington Post, joined WTOP's Michelle Bash with more about this development. So this lawsuit was filed by two student loan borrowers by the Job Creators Network Foundation. This is a legal outfit or conservative outfit that really tries to fight any kind of economic policy that they don't think would be fortuitous to businesses. In this case, the two borrowers claim that the Biden administration essentially made a very arbitrary decision in defining who would be eligible for this program and also failed to give borrowers and others the opportunity through a public comment period to even comment on whether the eligibility criteria was fair or not. One of the borrowers is eligible or would have been eligible for Biden's program, but because he didn't receive a Pell Grant, which is designated for low-income students when he was an undergrad, he wouldn't get the full 20000 So he said that was an arbitrary decision. The other borrower is not eligible for the program because she had a type of older federal loans that's held by commercial entities that is ineligible for this program. So both of them are pretty much arguing that these kinds of arbitrary decisions are completely illegal and goes against what the Constitution and what Congress would want. And what did the judge say beyond, you know, ruling in favor of this challenge? The judge agreed with the borrower's argument about the arbitrary nature of uh, the program and more importantly about whether the president even had the authority in order to, to produce this program. Essentially, many of the lawsuits that we've seen trying to strike this down, and there were about seven, all said the same thing, that the president overstepped his authority by circumventing Congress and producing a major economic policy without any congressional input. And the judge in this case agreed. He certainly said that Congress needs to be a privy and party to any sort of economic policy that has of this scale, of this magnitude. As you mentioned, this is just one of several lawsuits flying over this program. The student loan forgiveness program had already been paused before today because of a separate lawsuit filed by six Republican-led states. People, though, have already started applying for this program. The president has said that he had hoped that checks would go out soon. He said that days ago, but no checks have gone out, right? Any idea when that might change? Yes. So as you mentioned, there was a stay in place to prevent the Department of Education from discharging any loans. And that's from a separate lawsuit involving six states, Republican-led states. And that was certainly a threat to the program, but not as big a threat as today's ruling is, because it's unclear right now whether the Department of Education will have to stop allowing people to apply for this program in light of today's ruling, whereas before in that stay, the department continued to accept applications. In fact, 26 million people have already applied, and many continue to apply while that stay was in place. And so now all of that is uncertain, whether the department could receive any more applications, whether they can do anything in terms of canceling loans. It is widely considered a a likelihood that the administration will appeal today's ruling. You know, administration officials had said so previously that they're going to 
fight any kind of legal hurdle in their way. And so I expect that they will. Whether appeals court sides with the administration and, uh, and vacates this order is, is unknown and to be seen. But I don't think this is the end of this fight. That's the Washington Post National Higher Education reporter Danielle Douglas Gabriel. Coming up on WTOP, a great night for the Washington Wizards. We'll have that coming up. I am Thomas Myers, president of IBW Local 26. Do you own an electrical contracting business? Would you like assistance with obtaining more work? Are you seeking more networking opportunities, help finding the most highly trained workers? Do you want the best pay and benefits for your employees? If so, then consider partnering with IBW Local 26. By partnering with the Electricians Union, you can take your business to the next level. IBW Local 26 represents more than 150 contractors of all sizes. We provide world-class training to more than 10,000 skilled electricians. And we handle health care and retirement benefits so you don't have to. Contact IBW Local 26 to learn about how we can help grow your business. Go to IBWLocal26.org. That's IBEWLocal26.org. Click on the Business Opportunities tab to start growing today. IBW, wired for growth. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Rob Woodfork. The shorthanded Wizards played as well as they looked in their cherry blossom uniforms, beating the Dallas Mavericks 113-105 to move back to 500. Kyle Kuzma posted season highs with 36 points. That included five made three-pointers, and he dished seven assists, telling NBC Sports Washington. I've been telling the coaching staff all year just to run the offense for me. This was the game to do it, and look what happens. Yeah, Coach Wes Unsell Jr., how long has he been lobbying for that? Uh, probably a year and three months. Uh, uh, you know, I think it's uh, there's a balance of that. When we're whole, there's a different flow to the offense. And I think, to his point, he's effective in certain areas. He was really good in the post, and it drew a double team from them, which opened up some of those threes. So I think there's a place for it. The Wizards open the night as one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league, but made 12 of 30 from deep in their second straight win. Down a level, Maryland and Virginia Tech both improved to 2-0 with blowout wins at home. The Terps routed Western Carolina 71-51 despite going only 2-for-19 from three-point range, and the Hokies shot 50% from the floor in a 78-52 beatdown of Lehigh. The Commanders are getting ready for perhaps their biggest game of the season in Philadelphia, but many of the questions for the coaches and players centered on the latest off-field controversy surrounding this franchise and Ron Rivera is pretty tired of it. It's a moot point because we control what we control on the football field. And that's what I told the players. Let's just focus in on what we do, what's important for what we do and how we handle things. On the field, Jahan Dotson was a limited participant to practice, but Cole Holcomb and J.D. McKissick remain sidelined. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. 11-18. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Moving again on the Capitol Beltway, Dan, our work zone at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. The decks are down, the gates are up, and everyone is moving again. But the crew at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, as they do these maintenance openings, tell us they're going to do another one about a quarter to midnight. So just a little under half an hour from now, expect more stoppages on the Capitol Beltway between Oxon Hill and Alexandria trying to get across the Potomac River. Sticking with Virginia 66. 
26. The westbound work now starting inside the Beltway after Sycamore Street with a single lane getting by. Over the top of the Capitol Beltway, it's single right to get past the work heading toward Nutley Street. And eastbounders, you'll find the work before 29 Centerville and left lane getting by there. The ramps to take you northbound on 28 are blocked. And then after 123 and all the way to the Capitol Beltway, it should be a single lane to get by. That works on a long, slow, arduous ride. And the ramps from eastbound 66 to both the inner and outer loop of the Capitol Beltway out of commission. 395, the northbound work before Edsel Road blocks the right lane. And then as you get closer to the city, but just before the 14th Street Bridge near the George Washington Memorial Parkway, a left lane gets by that work in Maryland on the Capitol Beltway. Watch for the work. It's mobile work, we are told. On the inner loop from about River Road all the way up to the 270 Spur. I think they may be done. They were putting some new stripes on the road. But again, watch for them over on the left side. The crash, the work zone, I say, on the outer loop after 450 heading toward the BW Parkway. That should be two to the left to get by. Fairfax Connector Bus Service. Start riding smart with the Fairfax Connector. Visit FairfaxConnector.com for information about new bus routes in Herndon and Reston. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, meteorologist Amelia Draper. Overnight lows in the 50s with rain at times tomorrow that will be heavy in spots. Otherwise cloudy skies and breezy winds for the second half of the day, gusting up to 30 miles an hour. Temperatures tomorrow still not bad in the mid-60s to near 70. But we cool on Saturday with highs in the 60s, breezy winds and partly sunny skies. Some scattered showers are possible Later Saturday on Sunday, mostly sunny and windy. Winds gusting up to 35, even 40 miles an hour. Temperatures in the 40s, wind chills in the 30s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 63 now at DuPont Circle, 60 in Germantown, 67 in Annandale, 61 here at WTOP. The weather brought to you by Lend the Plumber, trusted seven day, trust, brought to you by Lend the Plumber, trusted same day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, the stock markets have been going wild over news that inflation is easing, but prices are still high. We'll have some analysis. It's 1121. Smith & Wesson is committed to empowering Americans no matter what. With inflation hitting everywhere, we've decided to make a change. Now, you can buy a Smith & Wesson Shield Plus, our most popular concealed carry firearm, at an all-new low price, $100 off MSRP. We're absorbing the costs and passing along the savings to you so you don't have to compromise on personal security. Visit smithandwesson.com to find a Shield Plus near you. Smith & Wesson. Always expect the best. The dark web can be like a restaurant for identity thieves. Hi, ready to order? I'll have the driver's license number. Great, that comes with a home address or a birth date. Ooh, both, please. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is coming to Maryland. But you don't have to wait to get in on the action. Right now, new customers who sign up with code WTOP will receive $200 in free bets on launch day after registering. Plus, five lucky customers will win a $100,000 free bet on launch day. It won't be long until you can bet same-game parlays, money lines, props, spreads, and more right here in Maryland with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign 
sign up with code WTOP. That's code WTOP only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Please play responsibly for help. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 plus, physically present in Maryland. Eligibility restrictions apply, subject to regulatory licensing requirements. See DraftKings.com slash MD for full terms and conditions. One per customer. Bonus issued as free bets. No purchase necessary for sweepstake. Void where prohibited. Ends first day DraftKings is allowed to operate in Maryland. See terms at dkng.co slash md. This is WTOP News. 1123 Wall Street, well, it went a little bananas today, logging its best day in more than two years. It happened after a report showed inflation still high, up 7.7% in October compared to the same time last year. But it was at a slower pace compared to the previous month. Bankrate senior economic analyst Mark Hamrick tells WTOP. We're talking about inflation that wasn't as high as it was a few months ago, but it's still incredibly pervasive and causing true impacts on households when, by the way, the economy is expected to slow next year. The job market is expected to weaken and will still have those impacts of rising interest rates, perhaps having even more of a pronounced impacts on the economy, broadly speaking. So, yeah, the news is definitely better. The job market's been hanging in there, but we are far from out of the woods on inflation. Bankrate senior economist Mark Hamrick. The Nasdaq was up almost 7%, the S&P 5%, and the Dow gained almost 4%. Right now on some Asian markets, they're also up as well by about 5%. If you live in Alexandria, the city wants to make it easier for you to skip out on your utility fees if you prevent flooding around your home. The council has approved a measure to cut the fee for residents who install flood mitigation systems on their property. All property owners pay a stormwater utility fee based on the amount of hard surfaces on the property. Now, Alexandria Now reports the new stormwater utility fee credit program has where you can claim that reduction on the fee. Flooding has been a significant problem for Alexandria in recent years. This fee will help pay for flood mitigation projects and other parts of the stormwater management program. Money news here on WTOP at 25 and 55. Jeff Claybaugh has our report. The Dow rallied 1,201 points Monday. The Nasdaq gained a record 761 points. Inflation cooled to 7.7% last month. Inflation peaked at an annual rate of 9% in June. First-time filings for unemployment benefits rose last week. So did the number of people getting unemployment. USA Today's Reader's Choice 10 Best Beer Gardens has two in D.C., Dacha ranks number five. Aslan's Beer Garden ranks number eight. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, she used to support President Donald Trump. Now, a top official in our region says she will not support him if he decides to run for the White House again. WTOP News time is 1126. Hi, this is John. John, I need some advice. Sure, Mary. I remember last year you hired temporary staff for your open positions, right? We did. I need help with account reconciliation, payroll, and financial reporting right now. Well, we met with Cordia Resources and hired a temporary staff really fast. In fact, we liked them so much we made our temps permanent. Oh, and Cordia specializes in accounting, finance, HR, and IT. That's perfect. I will reach out today. Thanks, John. Cordia, C-O-R-D-I-A, resources.com. Proofpoint knows protection starts with people. Today's attacks on organizations target people, not just technology. Protect your people, data, and agency's mission. 
Proofpoint works on premises, in the cloud, and across email, web, social media, and more. In today's cyber landscape, your people are your greatest defense and most vulnerable security risk. With Proofpoint, you can build a defense that starts with them. Protect people, defend data. Visit proofpoint.com slash public sector. Hi, I'm Richard McKen, 